podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, the place to come where um, coaches can listen to me babble. No, just kidding. Um, brought to you by the people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I am I, I, obviously super biased, but you are not going to find a better resource come the end of basketball season or in your off-season preparation than teachhoops.com. You're not, not for the, not for the money. It, it's just the, the amount of resources that we have. I mean, you can go look at our library of coaches that have, have submitted videos. Um, you know, it costs $50 for one video and it's, it's nineteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety five a month um, with a fourteen day free trial. If you, after fourteen days you don't think it's worth it, we're between our office hours and our and our videos and our resources, and you know we're just in the process right now working on off season conditioning and, and um, strength and stuff like that, so we can help you in the off season. Um, we're going to do some stuff with preparations for offenses and defenses in the off season because that's a lot of the time where we we as coaches kind of evaluate what we're doing. Um, I, I mean, that's why I put the 14-day free trial. So tech, check it out over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, and let's go on to the show. All right, I'm going to start office hours, even though no one has shown up this week because it is Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> so bad on my part. Um, but I'm going to go through the questions people have sent me. And then um, we go from there. Someone, someone jumps in. That's great. If they don't jump in, then it will be just me talking to you, the listener, whoever's listening at this point, if anyone's ever listening to this. Um, so if I look over to the side here, it's because I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing my sheet here. Um, so the first question was about... Um, running uh, combination defenses. We haven't run many that much this year, um, but let me just show you a couple things that we do with that. I'm gonna pull up the whiteboard, so those of you that are listening to the podcast at this point will be a little different, but um, so I'll try to describe as well as I can. Um, so here is, so the, the most common is probably a boxing one or a diamond in one and then you have a triangle in two um we run a lot of one three one in our program so obviously um we can set a guy up at the top two guys at the elbow one guy at the bottom and then a diamond and a diamond in one is pretty easy the drops are the same for the wings ball goes opposite they sink um you have one guy chasing or one person chasing um top person takes the elbow bottom person can go to the bottom person here can go all the way out um, so the drops are very similar. If you have a, if you have an aircraft carrier down here, you can leave them in there. This person can go to the corner. This person can go to the wing. So the, 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 the side of the diamond can go all the way down. Just kind of depends. Um, I find that more successful, especially since the three point line in defending the three than the boxing one. Um, I don't find the boxing one quite as, as effective as getting out and, um, and closing out, you know, boxing one used to be great when you didn't have to worry about the three-point shooters as much. Um, you can do it that way where this person can kind of come here, takes corners. If you got athletic bigs and they're not as big, you can definitely do that. Um, but, and then um, there are two basic um, triangle and twos. Um, 
The first one is two guys at the elbow and a guy at the bottom that's kind of an inverted triangle in two. Two guys chasing. Um, bottom guy basically protects the middle. These two, one check, one would go all the way out to the wing. This guy would cover here. You know, again, how often does that happen? You just got to kind of communicate through that. And then the other, the other one is just your normal triangle in two where you have two guys on the blocks and one guy's at the elbow. Um, this one, unless you got, unless you're chasing the two, the two guys you're chasing are shooters. Um, that one's quite, not quite as effective as, as, uh, the inverted triangle in two. So, so they want me, and again, we can, we can come back and, and, and re-talk about this, um, for the people that had questions on it and send me questions for, for office hours, for sure. Um, so I'm going to close this and then I'm going to grab my sheet and I'm going to look. Um, how do you score against the one, three, one? Um, I'm not going to tell you all the secrets with that. Um, but, uh, just because of this week, we play somebody that has it and they might be watching or listening. Uh, but I will definitely talk about that next week or our next set of office hours. But, um, there are gaps in a one, three, one stuff, especially if you can get behind the three parts. The one, three, one, if you can get behind that one, three, one part. The two, one, two is good and overload is good. I know I've talked about my chair overload. Um, that seems to be an effective way to, 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 to tackle it. Um, in my, in, in uh, we had a discussion about free throws and, and, and kind of um, talking about how to tackle free throws. And one of the things that I do for free throws, and I found it good, you know, even though we're probably an average free throw shooting team this year, but we call our free throw ladder. And I'll show you what this does. Um, so what this does is it basically, um, so you have everybody shoot. And I'm just going to erase a little bit of this here. I don't know if you're listening. You'll just have to pause for a second and think about the meaning of life. <laughs> but anyway, um, so what I do with the free throw ladders, you know, I'll, I'll have them shoot a couple hundred free throws. And then what I will do is I will start a ladder. And I'm going to use this one. And I'd, let's say John is, John is number one. Okay, he's in my best free throw shooter, and I can't spell today, but John. And then let's say um, Sam is number two. And then let's say uh, Nick is number three. And then four is um, Joe. Okay, I'm trying to pick easy names right here. And then we go all the way down. Maybe you keep 15 on your team. How many you keep on your team? Um, so what I do is it's a free throw ladder. So what I, well, the thing about free throws, and there's tons of, I can, I, I can give you a list of different ways of tackling free throws. Um, I do this as just, a, it's a quick, fast way to do competitions. And the object is to be number one. The object is to be John up here at the top and be the best free throw or shooter on our team. And what I've done in the past is if you're one and you're on the court, you get the technicals. Um, but anyway, so what I do is if I have an odd number, um, so let's say we have 15 players. Um, one might one gets a buy this week, okay, or the first time we play. So one gets the buy, and then two would play three, four would play five, and fifteen would play one just for fun, okay. Then the next week um, we would have you know one play two, three play four. So the object is if you win you move up the ladder, and if you lose you go down the ladder. You do not want to be the bottom guy in the bottom part of the ladder. Um, and if you have odd guys, you can you can definitely work that out at the end and someone goes over and just makes 10 or something like that. But every other contest, the number one person gets a buy um, because they're the top. So they get a buy this week or they don't get a buy. They get a buy or they don't get a buy. Um, so, you know, if you have an even number, it's easier. 
but um, I know a lot of us keep odd number players in our team. So you can work that, but John basically or the top person gets the buy every other week. And then um, it gives a competition and they don't cheat. I think the biggest part, <laughs> the biggest part of it, especially how many free throws did you make? Oh, I was nine for 10. Man. I was 10 for 10 coach. It's like, unless I'm watching them, you never exactly know what or how they're shooting from the free throw line. Um, so I think that's a really big aspect of it. Um, really communicating to them and, 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 and kind of talking that way. Um, so that's the first one. I, and, and, you know, I could, like I said, if, if people have more questions on, on the free throw ladders, I can, I can definitely, I can definitely show that to them. So I have tons of that kind of stuff. Um, all right. So let me look. Oh, last thing was, um, Somebody asked about tryouts, like a middle school tryout. Uh, where did I put that? I think I put that here. Um, so what I evaluated. So you can do a spreadsheet. You can do all sorts of stuff. I think I think the big things to to tackle here, or what I've kind of written here, is um, you know you want to evaluate dribbling. You want to see how they dribble. You know you want to do probably a stationary dribbling. You want to want to put a defender on them you want to do them in a full court you want to do it in a half court so somehow you have to evaluate what type of dribbler they are and I usually use I'm a stats teacher so I tend to use a one to five scale just to kind of figure out where they fall in that um, but you definitely want to see where they fall in that window as far as uh, dribbling um, weak hand strong hand moving not moving um, and I just wrote a couple things. I did this in like three minutes. This is stuff that I think is important. Um, next thing is you want to evaluate passing. So passing's fine, but passing's different when you're moving and not moving. So I try to get some sort of like five man weave where they're having to be athletic, they're having to pass, they're having to move, they're having to do things in more than one avenue. I think that's 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 super important. Um, I would evaluate shooting. Um, so depending on again how many baskets you have. Um, I would try to set them up in, you know, groups of three, two balls, have them just shoot. You want to see how they're shooting stationary. You want to see how they're shooting um, moving. Um, so there's, I, have some, I have some full court drills I do. I have, um, I have some stationary where they're just in lines and they're shooting and they're getting a rebound pass to the next person. I just want to see form. I want to see how they shoot, both stationary and both moving. Then I think an, a super important part, especially when they're, when they're in middle school, is how athletic are they? Um, so you can do rump it, running, you can do, you know, what I put down here, line grabbers, you know, anything where you can kind of see how athletic they are, how fast they are, how they move side to side. Um, that's not the, that's not the end all definitely for, for, for a middle schooler. But I think when you're evaluating and picking a team, you definitely want to see, um, where they fall in that, in that spectrum of, of athleticism. Um, you can, you can evaluate height, you can evaluate things like that, by just looking at them. Um, but I think with athleticism, you need to get them moving. And then I think you want some sort of competition. I try to keep it really, I try to keep it in the small game category, two on two, three on three, um, where they're, you know, they're just moving and doing, you know, stuff where, you know, you can't hide two on two and three on three. That's why I think it's for, especially for this. I do one-on-one -on -one in my tryouts even because um, you as the 13th player better be able to guard the first player because you're going to have to do that in practice at times. And how can you do that and how effective are you doing that? Um, so, I, I, you know, the one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three, sure. At some point you're going to do five-on-five to see how the entire thing works. But 
I think you really want to spend some time on those small game things when you're evaluating fifth through eighth grade. I mean, I do it with my guys even, you know, I, there's things I can't see when they're playing five on five. I mean, if you put me out with four NBA all-stars, you're going to notice that I'm not very good, but that I can hide, you know, it's that kind of thing. So um, it's really hard to do that when you're playing one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three. Um, so I think those are all really good, good things to, to look at while you're evaluating a middle school trial. So I think I got to all the questions this week um, that people had sent to me. They wanted me to talk about the combination defenses. So, um, and it's hard when, when I, again, if we can go over these again in the next set of office hours, but um, talked about how to tackle one, three, one, you know, obviously that two, one, two overloading aside. Um, we talked about the free throw ladder um, and we can add to that. Definitely. If people need more things. Um, and then um, we talked about middle school tryouts or a youth tryout. Um, and I can show you what I do with my tryouts or what I do with my youth program. A lot of the stuff I just, I just sent you is the stuff that we do with, with our youth program um, as far as evaluating and, and trying to figure out where the kids belong and, and kind of that. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that was everything everyone was looking for. And uh, if you have uh, any other questions or, you know, we'll meet again in a couple of weeks, send them off to me. Well, uh, you can show up. You can be a, a fly on the wall. You can just send me the messages and I'll do them. Whichever way is easiest for you, I'm I'm here to help you and to become a better basketball coach. That's kind of why I do this. So, um, whatever is the easiest for all of you is uh, definitely the way we'll we'll move forward. So, have a great couple of weeks. Um, I know tournament time is around the corner for a lot of us in March Madness. Gotta love that. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Oh well, thank you for listening to uh, to this. Episode of uh, Coach Unplugged, um, uh, kind of our set of office hours. I haven't used my normal intros and stuff just because I wanted to kind of let you get a feel and try to try to interrupt it and stuff. Um, of kind of, you know, basic office hours. You know, um, one of the reasons I started TeachHoops.com was to hopefully give a little bit back to find a, an avenue for community to learn the game. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine the resources you could how long it would take to go through all the stuff that we've got on our website. So um, ask a couple things. I ask if you like uh, Coach Unplugged, that you that you like it, that you leave comments, that you let us know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. And um, I'd ask you to go over and check out teachhoops.com. You know, it's a 14-day free trial, and I, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network.